I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. All right, we are live. Let me tweet the link and let's get started. Okay, how many people are here? People coming in. Give it a few seconds here. Hey, Bill, you made it. Yeah, I, I tweeted. Uh, I'd be waiting until the uh, Florida game ended. All right, do I have the uh, box score open here? Where are you, box score? Just give it one second let people file in. All right. Wow. Okay. That picked up quickly. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Ah, Flyers did their part. Uh, Scary, what, first 35 minutes or so, you start thinking, oh, okay, so they're really going to blow this. Okay. This is what we're doing, right, Flyers? But, you know, all's well that ends well. Uh, Claude Giroux with the clutch goal. They give it right back. And then Jake Voracek. Uh, What can you say? The best players came up big at the uh, at the biggest times. You get goals out of Ivan Provorov. You get the like Giroux and Voracek goals. Raffle had that one early on the uh, the setup from from Giroux that he wasn't credited for. So uh, they did it. Uh, They did their part. Um, That's that's really all there is to it. The goaltending was whoo. All right. Well, at least uh, at least Elliot got uh, to shake the rust off, I guess. He's going to come in on uh, he's going to come in on Saturday against the Rangers and just lock it down. This was his uh, this was his just get the feeling back. And they're able to they're able to win, even though he's not at the top of his game. So uh, that's that. I mean, what you know, as crazy as this year has been, and as much as we get on this team, and hey, I was as frustrated as 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 anyone when they're down, you know, they're down one nothing, they're down two one. Uh, I'm as frustrated as all of you, but meaningful hockey's fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not at all. It's terrible, and I just wish they could win a game six nothing. That how fun would that be if they just come out on Saturday against the Rangers and kill every and just kill them, just destroy them. Not a game. It's over. Um, let's just get to your stuff. Uh, it's it's a little later than usual. Said I was going to wait to uh, I was going to wait till the end of the Florida game, so we would know that result. Uh, hey, Flyers winning their in on Saturday, so let's just get to your stuff right away. It's going to be a you guys show tonight. That's all. That's all I really have. So let's get it started. Going to scroll up. This game gave me thirty seven heart attacks. Uh, yeah, same. I mean. You know, when the goaltending is what it is and you're just waiting every single shot, you know, uh, I want to say, hey, Brian Elliott, that was if if they had lost, I'd be coming on here ripping Brian Elliott because as much as you want to just say, all right, it's his first game back. He's shaking the rust off. You can say that now because they won. But this time of year, I don't care. You know, you're in there because you're the best chance. And if, if, if you're not ready to go, if you need to shake the rust off and it costs the team a game, 
that's inexcusable whether you're not, whether you're coming back for the first time in seven weeks or or whatever uh that was a hell of a scary goaltending performance and you just hope now against the rangers he's he's back focused and ready to go bill do you juggle the lines on saturday um that third d pair still scares me but uh you know i, I guess they're gonna roll with it I really want Travis Konechny back on that top line. I just don't get it. I don't understand why we want to see less Travis Konechny. Let's see. What did what did Konechny play tonight? Uh, where are you, TK? Uh, Twelve minutes, 32 seconds. No time on the power play. Twelve minutes and 32 seconds for the uh, – yeah, they didn't have a power play tonight, so that explains that. Yeah, 12 minutes and 32 seconds. Travis Konechny is one of the reasons that you were able to come out of that 10-game losing streak. He's one of the reasons you went on that awesome run uh, from the end of December all the way through February. Uh, he has been one of the just absolute breakout stars of this season. I mean, the dude has just looked incredible since you've put him on that top line. And I tweeted earlier, I guess you can make the case it's not a demotion. It's more... Uh, kind of doing what they did with Voracek earlier in the season, trying to eat more evenly distribute the lines. If you put, you know, Konechny out with uh, with Philpola and Simmons, maybe he can get Philpola and Simmons going. I, I want my best players. I want this. I want the game in the hands of my best players, uh, like you saw tonight. Who who did it for you? It was Giroux. It was Voracek. It was Provorov. I want Konechny to be part of that group, and he's been up to this point. I don't understand this move a little bit. Of course, Michael Roffel gets the goal. I get the idea of trying to spread out the talent, and Michael Roffel has proven in the past he can at least hold his own at that, uh, you know, in that line. But, you know, in terms of talent distribution, I feel like Philpola, Roffel, Simmons is a pretty good third line, uh, and you'd be able to use them in more situations. You know, when you see that third line out there now for a defensive zone draw, you just know that they're going to get trapped in the zone. There was a point in this game where they came out for defensive zone draw. I just said, what the hell are you doing? Like, you put this line together, and this is how you're going to use them now? Like, this is where Konechny struggles. Uh, and you don't have them with you don't have them with Drew and Couturier to make up for it? Uh, I don't want to complain about the coach. They won. They did their part. But now, you know, Florida won, so they have to come out and win on Saturday. But – uh Jesus, I just don't understand what Travis Konechny has to do to show you he's worth more than 12 minutes and 32 seconds. Maybe the Sabres help us out Saturday. How fun would that be after, you know, we get uh, uh, Florida wins these games that they've won this week and then, you know, Sabres come out and help us out. I'm not a superstitious man, but we may, may need to sacrifice a goat or something to the to the spirit of Pelly Lindbergh before we somehow ruin Carter Hart. <laughs> uh, maybe a, a live chicken. Remember when we lost an OT a bit back and you said that one point was going to haunt us? I, I keep going back to that uh, that Detroit game, man. That Detroit game is the one that kills me. How do you – you just got to take care of business. And, of course, you know, now you gave away two points. Uh, you gave away two points to the Islanders, so we moved past the Detroit game. And you look at the game on Tuesday against the Islanders that you just – you cost yourself, you know. If, if they end up – I got to believe they're making the playoffs at this point, but uh, – yeah, that's a big one. 
I feel like Laterra is always on the ice in the last minute. Why does Hackstall hate us? I don't know. Maybe he's trolling us. He just seems to really believe in Yuri Laterra at this point. Uh, I just hope we can get the win on Saturday. Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to now. You know, it doesn't look like we're going to get any help. Florida is fighting with everything they have. They get that goal against Boston uh, with five minutes left. Um, you know, Florida really wants it. It doesn't look like we're going to get any help. You have to, uh, Flyers just have to take care of their own business. And they've had several opportunities to do that uh, in the last couple weeks, and they haven't. Saturday is it. Hey, Bill, think the rags bring it. Uh, Hank's revenge. You know they want to play spoiler. And I mean, that it's a rivalry game no matter where we are in the standings, uh, no matter where the Rangers are, no matter where the Flyers are. This is a rivalry game. And a team would love to go out. It's the last game of the year. You know, can't hold anything back now, Brent. Uh, it's um, This is it. You know the Rangers are, would love to play the spoiler role. That's, that's what their season comes down to at this point. This is the last thing they have to play for until next year. What, what else is there for them other than, to, other than to potentially ruin the Flyers' season? Last time it was a win and you're in versus the Rangers, we went to the Cup. We absolutely did, Matt. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, – and we're on goalie number 11 just like that year. So, Gudis was a liability all night and has been for the past couple games. Yeah, uh, if we're – I have no problem if we sit Gudis at this point and go with a uh, – try a – a hag manning pairing i realize now it's the last game of the season and you probably don't want to uh you know start experimenting but you know two games to go we threw in a goalie who hasn't played in months so you know if it's what you think can win you the game it's just you know the coach isn't going to sit you know gudis one of the grit guys he's your only right-handed defenseman but at this point i wouldn't be against it at all if they went uh hag manning as the third pairing Only way we'd crush the Rangers is if we come out firing and keep them in their zone for at least 45 minutes. The Flyers are a far superior team to the Rangers. That's what should happen. But, you know, what should happen hasn't really happened all year, so it's going to be a fun one. Hey, Bill, how do you rate our special teams tonight? I mean, they weren't really ever on special teams. I guess that's just the, uh, I guess that's just the way, you know, you only take the, the one penalty. Um, you know, you don't get any power plays. They weren't really on special teams tonight. Florida deserves the playoff spot. We don't. Uh, they deserve it if they get it. I mean, that's all there is to it. You deserve what you get. They're in position to get it. If you put Lutera, Philpola, Mann, and Gudis out in the last minute of a one-goal game in the playoffs, you're getting swept? Yeah, most likely. I wouldn't disagree with that. Who the hell do you start Saturday? I guess it has to be Elliot at this point. My guess is, yeah, you start Elliot tonight so he can shake the rust off, so he's ready to go on Saturday. I mean, do you, how do you go back to Morozik? I mean, what are your options at this point? You signed Elliot to be your number one goalie in the offseason. Here's your opportunity to be the number one goalie. He's back, uh, you know, for the playoffs. Presumably, he's going to start, um, you know, game one of a playoff series. It has to be Elliot. I don't see any other. I don't see any other possibility. 
Elliott starting Saturday? Yeah, I would guess. It's a legitimate concern that the goaltending has been so problematic, resulting in, uh, resulting in starting a goalie who hasn't played in nearly eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, everyone's been bad. That's the problem. I mean, Neuvert gets hurt nonstop. Morozik has been uh, – he, he can't turn left. Uh, uh, my buddy's calling him Zoolander because he can't go left. He just keeps doing the pirouettes the wrong way. Um, you know, Alex Lyon is probably just an AHL goalie at this point. Um Elliot's your best option. I just don't see another option. I wish there was another one. Um, but we've we've watched this plague plague the team now for for all season, basically, since Elliot went down. Philpola had more ice time than Giroux. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. Giroux does log a ton of power play time when you don't have a power play. Uh, those things can skew, but yeah, absolutely ridiculous is your best player, he needs to be on the ice the most, uh, especially among the forwards, obviously. Um, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. What was the final number? Uh, let's see. Where'd you go, Flyers? Uh, Giroux, 15-23. Philpola, 15-59. Philpola gets the uh, 52 seconds on the PK. So... Giroux at 5-on-5, five five, more time, but Philpola ends up with... Uh, Philbla ends up with the majority or the you know plurality of the ice time. That is ridiculous. Just looking at that number makes me upset. Like how many guys played more than Giroux? Giroux 15-23. That's nuts. Sean Couturier, 1950. That makes sense. Uh Nolan Patrick, 1735. Okay. Uh Philpola, Limblom, and Voracek all played uh all played more than Claude Giroux. Yeah, that can't be. I, I, you're at home. You get the line match here. I, I, I don't. I don't understand that at all. Hey, Bill. Do the Bruins have anything to play for on Sunday? Uh, the Bruins. Uh, I, I think they can still. I think they can still win the best seed in the East. Uh, Yeah, I think they can still get the top seed in the East. I think that's what they're playing for at this point. Where did you go, Bruins? Uh, yeah, the Bruins and Tampa both have 80 games played. Both have 110 points. Uh, Boston has fewer regulation overtime wins. They have fewer overall wins. So they need to get more points than Tampa. So, yes. Much like the Rangers would want to spoil it for us, hopefully Buffalo wants to play spoiler as well. Hopefully, guys, hopefully. Firm, firmly believe Elliot will give us the game we deserve. Yeah, a little rusty, but he can uh, come back. Yeah, that's Hopefully now that they won with him being, uh, you know, not good tonight, um, that's it, and he's back to just be a number one goalie. Just go out there, stop 95% of the shots against you in one game, and that's it. Go home, go to the playoffs. Neuvert done for the season and done as a flyer. I can't imagine they're going to bring Neuvert back. But I said, you know, after the last time he got hurt, he'd played his last game as a flyer. And he came back and gave him all of 23 or 28 minutes or whatever the hell it was. But I don't know how you come back with him. I don't know how you can put any trust in the guy. Every time he moves side to side, he gets hurt. 
knowing this team, we smashed the rags on Saturday. They're completely unpredictable. They are unpredictable. You never know what you're going to get out of them. And hopefully they just came, come out with the same, that end of game. Okay, this it just has to, you know, hopefully Giroux takes it over. Hopefully Voracek takes it over. I want to see more out of, you know, Nolan Patrick, Oscar Lindblom. I just want to see a complete effort. I want to see everyone out there because this is it. Just go out and beat the Rangers. It shouldn't be that difficult. The Rangers are not good. Can we just put Raffle, Lawton, Simmons on the third and roll three lines? Uh, I mean, you know, that seems like a good checking line to me. I don't know. Raffle, Lawton, Simmons seems like a good third checking line to me. And then you go, um, you know, whatever, Philpola and Reed, I guess. You know, take your pick of Laterra, Weiss, Lear, whoever. It's going to be trying to reconnect. Okay, we're reconnected. It's. It, I guess it would be. That's the the issue is how bad would your fourth line be if uh, if you went Laterra, uh, Philpola, and uh, and Reed? It would be pretty bad. I think Clarky could still outscale Laterra. Boo! Did you Bill? Did you boo Gabe Kapler today? I did not. Uh, listen, uh, go ahead and boo Gabe Kapler all you want. Maybe he deserves it. I have a lot of questions about his ability to manage, but um, we had a ton of questions about Charlie Manuel and Doug Peterson in the beginning too. So I'm going to give him a little bit longer than a week. New drinking game. Drink a beer every time Mac is laying on the ice and is on the ice for a goal against. I feel like he hasn't been laying down as much recently. I feel like he has kind of limited his uh, – his starfish defense uh, to some extent. Uh, Hacks insisting and in using Philpola as a defensive center is going to kill this team. Yeah, it's really, really strange uh, the role they're using some of these guys in. It's, it's very odd to me. I don't understand it. Clark almost dropped his own trophy. That thing looked healthy. That thing looked heavy, though. So, uh, yeah, the Bruins already lost. It's over. Can we discuss Patrick? He's been so good. He really has. Uh, one of the things I will credit Dave Hackstall with, and, you know, there's plenty to criticize him over. We've been doing it for 18 minutes now. Um, the fact that he's stuck with Nolan Patrick. Now, saying he's stuck with, you know, the second overall pick, I guess, isn't a ton to uh, – isn't really a ton to hang your hat on, but he was giving them absolutely nothing. Like the first half of the season, he was giving them nothing and he really turned it around and he really got it going. Uh, after you could tell he was just feeling healthier, um, you know, suffers the concussion after coming back from the, from the abdominal surgery. And, uh, he was just really, really looked terrible. Uh, and has turned it around so much. He is a big part of what this team is doing now. You know, against uh, against the Islanders the other night, he was the best player on the ice for the Flyers, and it wasn't particularly close. Um, you know, he's really turned it around. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of him, and I want I want Patrick and Lindblom to be joined forever. That is the duo. That is the new can't separate them duo.
Maybe G plays 24-25 on Saturday. I don't see how he doesn't if it's a close game. Uh, you know, if it's 3 nothing after the first, okay. But, uh, you know, if it's a close game, I don't see how I don't see how he's not your leader. I mean, in, in time on ice among the forwards. He he is carrying this team right now. Did they credit him with an assist on that uh, Raffle goal yet? Has that been uh, still unassisted? Let's hit the old refresh. It looks like it's going to stay unassisted. So what's he at? 97 points, I think. Yeah, still uh, still hasn't been credited with that one. So I thought he deserved an assist. Uh, it was touched, but I feel like he, yeah. Hey, Bill, how do you rate Lawton's play tonight? Wheel back in. I don't see Wheel coming back in. Um, I think Lawton's a center. I think Lawton should be the 3C right now. Um, I think it should be him, Raffle, and Simmons, and Wheel should be on the fourth line with, uh, I guess, Philpola and Reed if I was doing it. But that's not what they're going to do, so I can't get lost in that. The Predators clinched the President's Trophy. Okay. If Florida ties us in points, what will be the tiebreaker? Where are we with that now? Let's see if these standings uploaded or loaded, reloaded. Uh, Florida, yeah, 80 games played, 92 points. If they win their next two, we're tied. Um, it would be regulation overtime wins is the first tiebreaker and then goal differential. Right now the Flyers have a plus three goal differential. Florida minus one. So the Flyers could win, still get in if they're tied. Um, I guess if Florida wins their last two in a shootout, maybe they could get in. I don't know. Uh, if we're tied, just win. Just freaking win on Saturday. I don't want to worry about tiebreakers. Elliot looked not bad after the first. Did you see the game-tying goal? <laughs> Come on. A game-tying goal was Leighton-esque. Uh, what was the reason for scratching Wheel tonight? What What's the reason for scratching anyone ever? The coach wanted to go with a different lineup. Hextall has been focused on rebuilding the system. He signed and or traded for stopgaps and depth guys. This summer, he should make a move to add a top nine forward and a top four D. They so badly need another center. You know, in fantasy world, they just go out and get John Tavares, and that's that. Boom. Taken care of. You got Tavares, Couturier, Patrick down the middle. You don't even need a fourth line. Um but no matter what they do, they just need a center. They need a real 3C on this team. If you just think Lawton is a 4C, that's fine. If he is just nothing more to you than a fourth center, cool. You can put a four, good fourth line together with Scott Lawton there. But you need a real 3C who's not Valtteri Filippola because that dude's cooked. A rusty, not great Brian Elliott is better than Morozik. I mean, he did almost give the game away, at least in regulation. Um, but yes, I want Elliott in over Morozik. That's not a question. If my options, um, given the Flyers' options on Saturday against the Rangers, Brian Elliott's still the best option.
Do you think any of the expiring contracts will be brought back? I keep getting nervous. Some veteran will be re-signed. I really don't think so because I think it would be done by now. Uh, I, I think Hextall likes to get things done in season, and um, they haven't yet. I just think it's going to go the way of you know Nick Schultz, Michael Delzato, Chris Vandevelde. When these guys' contracts are up, it's just see you later. That's That's what I'm hoping at least. The Rangers aren't good, but we seem to play down or up to our competition. I'm wholeheartedly expecting to get rocked for at least half the game. You know it's going to not be a blowout. You know the Flyers aren't going to win 6 nothing, and everyone's happy from the puck drop. This is going to be another game just like tonight where we're all sitting here cursing at the television until a couple of guys make a couple of great plays. All they need to do is get to OT versus the Rangers, and they're in. Don't even need to win. Yeah, they just need the one point. No matter what, they just need one point. Uh, Florida can't get past 96 points. So if the Flyers get to 97, that's it. Can you even give me a small reason as to what the NHL saw in their ruling of goalie interference at the end of Nashville, Florida? Uh, yeah, um, he turned the goalie. You can't do that. There was contact, and he moved the goalie out of position, and that forced the puck loose, which is why they banged it in. I thought that was pretty cut-and-dry goalie interference. What are your thoughts on Konechny? It's a joke that he's not on the top line. Those are my thoughts. Claude for Hart. I mean, he's making a hell of a case down the stretch run. What is his... Uh, what is what's where are you, Claude? I want to see what kind of point streak he's on right now. Uh, since March 18th, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine game point streak, and there's only one game in between. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game point streak before that. And then one game against Carolina, he didn't record a point, and then nine. So, I mean, he's making a hell of a case down the stretch. He is scoring big goals, making a ton of big plays, really, really carrying this team's offense. When Jonesy said he'd be surprised if Giroux and the other star players weren't out for the last minute, I laughed out loud. Same. I thought the exact same thing. I thought that was really funny. When uh, they had that defensive zone draw, and they said, yeah, I'd be really surprised if Claude Giroux wasn't out for this one. And they put Couturier out, but it was with um, – I know Philpola was out there. I can't remember. I think it was Philpola and Laterra were both out there with Couturier, if I'm not mistaken. So that was really funny. Saturday is going to be one nervous and exciting day all around. In the one, uh, in the potential things don't go our way, I might have to watch in a foam padded room. It is going to have a couple of beers handy, everybody. You know, get one way or another, we're going to be going nuts on this thing. I'll tell you that. Patrick, I was never worried about. He's going to be good long-term. No, I was never worried about his long-term potential. I knew he was going to turn out to be a good NHL player. I didn't know how good, but I thought he was going to turn out to be a good NHL player. Um, 
That said, he was giving them nothing in the first half of the season, and it would have been very easy for the coach to just say, I'm going to sit you a couple games. You know, it would have been a very easy thing for this coach to do. And he didn't. He stuck with them, and then we started to show a little bit. He gave him Voracek, and then things just took off for the kids. So uh, I will credit Dave Haxtell with that one thing. If they make the playoffs, will Haxtell shorten the bench? You know the philosophy that coaches like Quenville, Sullivan, Tornarell, and anyone of the brain would do. I hope not because Haxtell's version of shortening the bench takes out good players. It's like, oh, yeah, Travis Konechny, you're going to play 12 minutes tonight. Like, that's just not acceptable. Flyers fan from Everett, Washington. Can't wait to see Carter Hart in Philly because he's killing it over here right now. Uh, none of us can wait for Carter Hart. Carter Hart can't get here soon enough. I dig the hat, Bill. Thank you, Joe. Uh, do you think Hack would have been so patient with Patrick if he'd been able to banish him to the AHL, or was he patient because he had no choice? I mean, you know, he, he gave Konechny a trip to the press box as a rookie. He gave Gostas Bear a trip to the press box as a sophomore. He gave Sanheim a trip to the press box with the AHL as an option. So um, I, I, I think he just saw the long-term potential in the kid and knew he was fighting through some stuff and honestly had no other options. It's not like they had other options at center. Someone tweeted that the official ruled that the Canes played the puck nullifying the assist on, on the raffle goal. Yeah, like, they touched it, but it looked like, I don't know, I guess if if it's enough to stop the play, if it had been a delayed penalty, I guess it's enough to nullify the assists. But it kind of just looked like it, it glanced off of him more than he played it, but whatever. 98 if the assist isn't counted. Okay, so he's at 98 points. Let's get those two more points. Let's get those two more points first, the Rangers. I That would be great. Assuming we make the postseason, do you think we have any players who have that Danny Briere ability to turn the extra gears and just win? Who do you think could be uh, that this year? I mean, you know, your best players have to be your best players in the playoffs. Sure, Danny Briere was great in the playoffs, but he was really good for him all the time, too. It's going to have to be Giroux. It's going to have to be Gatorade. It's going to have to be Voracek. Um, unsung guys, I guess guys under the radar who I think could have a big impact in the playoffs. Uh, I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, Jordan Wheel. I just see Wheel. Um, I thought he's played better than his numbers this year, and um, he could get a little bit of a puck, puck luck turnaround in the playoffs and uh, maybe get some favorable matchups as teams are matching lines and stuff and uh, hopefully get a, put a few in, you know, do that all of a sudden. Oh, look, R.J. Umberger, that kind of playoff performance. Uh, uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping Jordan Wheel can put a few in in the playoffs because I think he's played better than his numbers this year. Do you agree for Giroux to get the Hart Trophy? They need to make the playoffs and get a hundred points uh, for him to win it. I think that would probably have to be the baseline. Um, I think Taylor Hall is going to get it though, and honestly, look at that team. He's done a hell of a job. Uh, Giroux should absolutely be in the converse, conversation, absolutely deserves votes, probably should be in the top three, if not four. Um, but I think Taylor Hall kind of deserves it.
Uh, they've blown 11 total. They've lost 11 total points, blowing a third period lead. Good, uh, oof, good research there, Chris. That would drive you nuts. Like I was doing the power play two research the other day. It just gets depressing. Frost for 3C. I would love to see it. Um, the way they talk about him, I believe they think he's still another year away. Um, and he's a little guy. I always say that doesn't seem to be holding, you know, Johnny Goudreau back. Uh, but at center, I guess it's a little different. But, you know, we have size at center. It'd be nice to have some speed down the middle. Um, I would love for Morgan Frost to make this team. And honestly, given his production uh, in junior this year, he's probably going to get a look. Um I just think they think he's a year away, like they did with Connect uh, Me and Provorov. You know, uh, had to wait that one year. Uh, I think he's going to have to wait another one. Pretty sure we're going to see one of the best efforts in a while on Saturday. They will. Uh, they will play like there is no tomorrow. I really hope so, Sean. That would just be absolutely outstanding if they came out and just showed us one time, hey, we want this, and we're going to take it, and this is how good we are. I would just love to see it one time. Hey, Bill, what number do we pick for trading Braden Shen? Uh, are they in the... They're one point out of the wild card spot behind Colorado right now, so... It's going to be a um, it's going to be a lottery pick. If it's top ten, St. Louis is going to opt to keep it. Um, so it could transfer. It could you know carry over to 2019. Uh, you're hoping for you know 11 to 14, I guess, is if they miss the playoffs. That's what you're hoping for. What did Haig do to get in Hack's doghouse? Manning and Gudis are both horrific defensively. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Hack basically said he didn't like the Haig Gudis pairing. He just didn't think it was working, um, and he's not going to sit Gudis apparently. So the only option then is to uh, sit Robert Haig after depending on him all year. I don't get it either, but that's his logic there. Heard a dude on the radio say he's seen Elliot three weeks ago and he could barely walk. To be honest, I'd prefer to see Lion and Gold. No thanks. I'm good on Alex Lyon. I am good on Alex Lyon. Drew Hall and McKinning should be the heart finalists, in my opinion. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I wouldn't have a problem with those three being the top three. They should sign Tyler Bozak for 3C. I was looking at him. Uh, I don't know if I want to... Commit to a 30-year-old, but um, if he is cheap, like you know, if, if he's cheap, it would be fine, I guess. Konechny is a defensive liability. He should be on the top line when they're ahead only. Well, what sense does that make? If they're protecting a lead, he should be on the ice when they're behind. And he should be on – Giroux and Couturier are good enough. Oh, man, battery's dying. Where are you, Charger? Giroux and Couturier are good enough to cover for Konechny's defensive liability. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Your best players make the best plays. 
Right. He's scoring all these goals. He's racking up all these points. It's because he's a good hockey player, and he makes decent. He's not the defensive liability he was last year. He's never going to be the two-way player Simone Gagne was, but he is not the defensive liability he was last year. He's not the defensive liability he was in the first 35 games this season. He has picked it up defensively enough to warrant being on that top line. Konechny isn't the best player. It doesn't have anything to do with the last couple minutes of a game. He played 12 minutes. He should be on the top line for the entire game because that top line dominates when he's out there. Last minute of a game, I have no problem with them going Cooch, G, and Reed or Cooch, G, and, uh, and Raffle. That doesn't bother me a little bit in the last minute of a game. But the first 59, Travis Konechny should be on the ice with the top line. I agree, John. It's not like Laterra, Filpola, and the guys that they roll out there are any good defensively. They're just veterans. That's it. They've just played more games. They're not good defensively, as we can see, when they give up all the goals they give up. Reed did make some nice plays at the end. I'm not disparaging Matt Reed. I like him on this team. I think it's hilarious that the coach decided, ah, oh, yeah, first, you know, 70 games of the year, we don't need Matt Reed. Uh, you know, he's not good enough to be here. You know, Weiss and Laterra, all these guys are better than Matt Reed. And all of a sudden, he's a big part of what they do. Like, is what changed? I'm so glad G bounced back for him and the team. Injuries behind him and a, uh, and a center to take pressure off G and let G be G. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was That's another thing I will credit Hackstall with, is seeing that the ability was still there in Giroux and that he's just worn down from carrying this team by himself for basically, you know, since they traded Richardson Carter. You know, since 2011, basically, Giroux's been carrying this team. And now, you know, Sean Couturier's 25, and Claude Giroux's 30. So, Sean Couturier, you have to do the shit Giroux was doing at 25. And Giroux, just do what you do. Set us up to score. Bill, let's say Brian Elliott plays lousy versus the Rangers. Does he start game one? I don't know what your other options are at this point. I mean, is Brian Boucher coming out of retirement? Maybe Ron Hextall is going to strap on the pads. I don't know what your other options are. Limblom could have a breakout in the playoffs. I would love to see it. Uh, that kid is a lot of fun to watch play. I was commenting, uh, maybe I said it on BSH Radio this week, for a guy whose main problem was supposed to be skating. He's everywhere all the time. He is one of the most noticeable players throughout an entire game. Um, for a guy who's supposedly lacked the foot speed, lacked the skating ability, he's everywhere. Raffle in the playoff, playoffs, perhaps, as that never-seen-coming guy. Uh, Raffle is a great utility knife. You know, he's that Swiss Army knife. He's a good utility player. Uh, if you're in a pinch, he can absolutely fill in on the top line. And uh, and not be you know not be out of place. It's it's you know it's not terrible to have him fill in there. Um, 
but he's not a first-line player, and you have guys who are. That's Michael Roffel filled in on that left wing with Giroux and Voracek because they just didn't have anyone good enough. Like, we're sitting there like, I don't know, maybe Ty McGinn can do it. You know, like, that's where we were at that point. Now we have all these good players. Let's not go backwards. Who's the number one goalie? It's Brian Elliott. It's got to be Brian Elliott. Everyone, uh, some people think Matt Reed's not an NHL player. He is. He's a very good defensive player. Uh, so should we? are we shuffling any lines in the postseason? Uh, I got to move TK back to the top line. Um, I don't see very. I don't see a ton of changes happening. I mean, if these are, if this is what you go with down the stretch, it's the lines you have the most confidence in. I don't see. Uh... After this season, I think Lawton is a great four C and maybe not a three C. What does that mean for Vecchioni's future? Can he be a fourth line winger, or will he never make the big club? I mean, I'm sure he'll make the NHL at some point. Uh, whether it's you know, maybe on a wing here, and they've tried Lawton at wing. Maybe Vecchioni plays 4C. I, I, I don't really know uh, what the future holds for Vecchioni. Maybe they trade him. Um, but I would love to see the kid get a shot, you know. Uh, he's He's got to be more talented. Uh, he's, he's got more upside than the players that they have playing over him at this point. Blues pick is currently at 15th. Yeah, so you're hoping for 10 to 14. Um, right now they're one point out of the playoffs. Not going to sit Gudis. Awesome logic hack stall. Yeah, I mean, they're just not. That's very clear. I would. I have no problem uh, sitting him, putting Haig back in, and if you want to go Haig Manning, what's it going to be worse? That line, those two are terrible. So I have no problem going with that, but doesn't seem uh doesn't seem like that's what's going to happen. Would a healthy Stolarz be in the mix to play right now? Um, healthy from the beginning of the year, yeah. Stolarz would have absolutely had a shot, and if he was, um, you know, if he was adequate, he would absolutely be in the mix right now. But he hasn't played all year, and he's hard to get uh, tweaked apparently. So, um, I, I, yeah, I would love to see Anthony Stolarz get a shot, but his shot would have been this year, and he was injured, and that's just a bummer for him. Where are all the Giroux haters tonight or that crazy anti-Voracek dude? I've been wondering that for weeks. Biggest issue with Konechny is the same as with Voracek. They turn the puck over. That happens with a load of skilled players because they're going to try stuff that's a bit risky. The benefit is worth the risk. Absolutely. Uh, you see it. That was the whole, uh, you know, PKC, PK Subban controversy in uh, in Montreal. Like, they, they highlight one time where a turnover cost them the game, but they never highlight, you know, the one million times he makes that play, and it leads to, you know, a good shift or a goal or anything that didn't cost them the game. It's always the ones that cost you that stand out, but, you know, the guys who turn the puck over the most are the guys who have the puck the most. I want players who have the puck on the stick and are looking to make a play because making plays is how you win. 
Defense is illegal in this sport now. You're not allowed to play defense. Anytime you defend somebody, you get called for a penalty. I want guys looking to go the other way, and that's what Travis Konechny does. Why didn't they give uh, Drew an assist on Raffles' goal? That's an easy officiating call. Happens all the time. Uh, he, uh, they ruled that uh, Carolina played it. Um, uh, it looked to me as if it glanced and it was worthy of an assist. I am biased, however. Um, you know, that's probably enough of playing the puck to get a whistle on a delayed penalty. So it's probably enough to nullify an assist is the way I'm looking at it. Uh, I would have given him the assist because it was a hell of a play. Um, I also want Drew to get to 100 points. So. Uh, from Bill Meltzer, when the ref reported that Raffle, uh, when the ref reported the Raffle goal to the scores table, he said Williams had puck possession and lost it. Flyers apparently are appealing to the NHL, trying to get ruling changed to get Drew an assist. Okay, so they're appealing. Okay. San Filippo just tweeted that they're appealing to. Okay, cool. Will TK be back on the top line for Saturday? I doubt it. I mean, if this is the lineup you go with, I, I, I don't see why they would change it now. The biggest this, Tonight was the biggest game of the season, and it was the lineup you went with until Saturday, which is now the biggest game of the season. I, I just scrolling down here. Uh, I had season tickets last year, and the guy who sat next to me hated Katori and Giroux. I really wish I could bump into him now. It's hilarious. Uh, do you buy out Weiss in the offseason? Only one year, uh, cap it of 1.6, and then, yeah, I, I, I can't. I, I think um, because the buyout of uh, Laterra uh, would only be a two-year cap hit as opposed to a four with uh, Dale Weiss, um, I think Latera is more of a buyout candidate. Maybe they try to bury, um, maybe they try to bury Dale Weiss because you'd get more uh, percentage-wise of a salary relief. You know, you're still going to have if you bury Latera in the AHL. You know, over three million in a cap hit uh, at the NHL level. Um, a lot of that. What does he? What does Weiss get? Two point three five. So you'd have at least you'd have about a mil saved by putting him in the uh putting him in the ahl i think he's more of a candidate to do that maybe they buy out latera but now with neuvert uh maybe they come to an injury settlement or something with neuvert uh i, I they have a lot of it's going to be a fun off season but i'm not ready to get there yet guys we are still in a playoff race and in all likelihood are heading to the playoffs so drew mvp i mean he's got as good of a case as anyone I think if I'm trying to not be biased about it, I think Taylor Hall is probably the MVP. Um, but Giroux has as good of a case as anybody. Absolutely puzzled that Haig played the number of games that he did and looks pretty good doing it, and now he is riding the pine while Manning and Gudis are out there. Yeah, the coach just said he didn't like the, the Gudis-Haig pairing, and since Gudis isn't coming out, I guess Haig has to. Uh, Bill, ever been to Canada to see the Flyers play? I have not. I have never been to Canada. 
Really need a Flyers win on Saturday so I can happily watch NXT TakeOver instead of screaming into the darkness. I agree, Brian. I agree. Who wins the tiebreaker at 96 points? It would probably be uh, the Panthers because if they get to 96, they'll surpass the uh, in all likelihood unless they win their last two games in a shootout. Um, they will surpass the Flyers uh, in regulation and overtime wins. Actually, that begs the question, if we can't get Konechny back on the top line, think we can put Limblom there and see what he's got. Uh, I think they like Limblom at left wing, and I don't want to separate he and uh, and Patrick um, at all, really. Um, Giroux's got that left wing spot on the top line kind of held down. I don't know if they want to move Limblom over to the right side. Um, I would maybe consider bumping Voracek back up and put Konechny with 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 Patrick and Lindblom, but that's a really young line, and you know the coach isn't going to do that. Um, I, I don't I don't think it would be Lindblom. Raffle or wheel in the third line with Lawton and Simmons in the playoffs. Yeah, I'd absolutely I'd absolutely be down for that. That's that's what I'd be cool with. Uh, um, I'd probably go with Raffle because I'm cool with him getting more uh, getting more ice time, and then wheel you know, using his energy in that fourth-line role to uh, get into the offensive zone and create some havoc there. All right, let's scroll down here. Uh, Moran will likely be up at the Flyers next season. Yeah, he'll probably – I mean, he loses his um, he loses his waiver exemption next year, so it's either pass him through waivers – uh, try to send him to the Phantoms and risk losing him for nothing. He makes the team and he plays. He makes the team and he doesn't play or he's traded. Those are your options with Sam Moran. Random, but the Sedins just hooked up for possibly the last time. Yeah, it's interesting. There's such a cool story, the Sedins. Uh, the whole from when they were drafted, having the career they did. I think it's kind of a bummer they never lifted the cup. I think that would have been a cool mum, uh, a cool moment for the league. Uh, and now they're now they're done. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of an end end of an era. Coots injured, maybe. I didn't hear anything about that. Um, he was out there for the he was out there for the last faceoff. All right, guys, we're at about 50 minutes here. Uh, you can listen to me tonight on 94 WIP on the Big Daddy Graham program from 2 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. Uh, I will be there. Of course, Broad Street Hockey Radio, we record every Monday. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and, of course, broadstreethockey.com. If you want to support us, check out the BSH Radio, Radio Patreon. Uh, that's all I've got for you tonight. Must win Saturday, everybody. Must win on Saturday. Have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. 
don't do anything smart.